a very warm welcome to our Whispers of the Soul podcast, where we host conscious conversations with a spiritual and soulful twist. We and our guest speakers talk about life-changing events orchestrated from our soul, so that we can raise the profile of our quieter and more softer voice that comes from our intuition. So stay with us for your next soul download. Whispers of the soul. Well, hello, and a very warm welcome to another episode of Whispers of the Soul. This is episode 24, and um, we are talking about coming back home to self, what that means, what that might look like, what your experiences are. And um, yeah, today you are in the very capable hands of me, Sally, and... And me, Sibby. Oh. <laughs> Hello. I remember my name. That's you, good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> was you coming Always back home? Coming back home to self. Yes, indeed I was. <laughs> so um, for those of you listening, um, coming back home to self, what do we mean? What are we talking about? Are you not always yourself are you not always home Mm -hmm. um this is a topic that for me has kind of flared up on many occasion sometimes when i'm having an identity crisis Mm. yeah (laughs) sometimes when i'm trying to figure out just how expansive i am you know am i made up of the same things of the universe you know it can't you can it's almost like there's two ways to go with it there's this reductionist view where you just very much stick to your identity this is my name this is how old I am this is my Mm. job versus kind of just how extraordinary and um expansive I can't think of another word for it yeah um you are um but the the coming home to self I think that for the purpose of today's title and topic we're we're talking about ways in which you feel fully embodied in mind body and spirit yeah. It would cover all of those, wouldn't it? It's that when you're fully embodied, you're fully connected to yeah. both the 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 smaller and the biggers, who am I? That those sorts of Yes. Yes. What's, what's your thoughts on it? Yes, well I think we were talking we were talking about ego, weren't we? Yeah. And I think it's very easy to get caught up in just the ego the ego's representation of self mm. isn't it and in the sense of what do we tell ourselves we are or how, how do we find our identity in a, an external <clears throat> world or you know what yeah. have we what were we told ourselves about who, who we are and how yes. have we constructed These that stories self as well. and those stories about yeah. ourselves yeah um, and I know you're probably more knowledgeable, knowledgeable than me about the ego and 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 its role. And it's not that the ego's bad, is it? It's not a no. a bad thing, but it's certainly not the only way of coming back to ourselves. That's not the only yeah representation of ourself yeah. ourselves, is it? It's yeah. it's just one, but it's kind of one that's quite mm. it easily takes over. Would you Abs- say? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think, you know, something that landed with me a while ago was the ego is not interested in evolving. Mm. It's got no interest whatsoever. Mm. The only thing it's interested in 
is you first and foremost so it struggles with the we and it struggles yeah. with the collective the bigger the bigger picture um and it's and it's also very interested in safety so you've got the i don't want to grow and expand i want to always feel safe and i'm just focusing on me and because of those reasons you know that's why you know i sometimes do think ego gets a bad rap in terms of you know mm. it's um these sayings like oh you're really egotistical or you're you're so into yourself and yeah it kind of comes from the this idea i i guess some of the old psychological models of 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 this basically and you know this grandiose version of who you are and it it, it, yeah from that perspective i think that's where the ego and if it is all about the ego and certainly like i can think of some politicians of (laughs) Where it really? definitely is really? all about the ego, then that's an imbalance, isn't it? So, yes. like, that is not um, the way to live necessarily if you're all in your ego. And that's and that's mm. why it's got a bad rap, I guess, because sometimes it, people are so wrapped up in yeah. their own ego and fueling their own ego. Yes, and that's absolutely true. And it's, you know, it's... I was going to say... Um, it's quite, in terms of being manipulated or influenced, the ego is is quite easily manipulated and influenced in the sense of it being self-inflammatory. So mm. do you want this designer bag? Do you want to have this amazing home? Do you want to win this money? Do you, you know, it's it kind of lends itself down that slippery slope sometimes of, yeah. yes, I do want all those things, but excluding the bigger whole or the bigger picture of you know how, how so gratefulness for example which is where the soul sits yeah and um because there's nothing wrong with having wants and desires no it's, it's just being aware of if it's all about self-service and yes. especially if it's self-service at the cost of others i was just about to say at what cost yeah then it, it gets because if bit... there's no awareness of the cost of to others mm-hmm of feeding your own ego. Yeah. And sadly, a lot of people in power... Exactly. It's... Are, are on a massive ego trip. Convenience commercial world... Yeah. Is built on that. Yeah. It is built on trying to keep your ego happy. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I think that the reason why I don't give it such a hard time, as what some other people might, is because it's a very important part of our survival particularly growing up because the ego is where we shape and start to understand our some of our personality our drives in terms of astrology it would be very much linked to our star sign or our sun sign the yeah. ego the the external version of you yeah yeah um, and this is where sometimes with these patternings because your ego develops these patterns early on to survive you might have you might be developing a certain behavior to survive in your childhood that you don't need in adulthood but because it's you're mm. you're busy protecting yourself it it comes across you might come across defensive for example but that's yeah. the ego going into self-preservation mode yeah whereas the soul is not interested in that the soul is more interested in how can we work on this together what is the higher good in this mm. equation how can we evolve and grow and learn and take from this and leave what we can't whereas the ego would be like well 
I'm all about the tit for tat. I'm all about not yeah. forgetting. I'm all about yeah. marking that up as something that I'm going to get back to. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's kind of like that. Sorry, it means me characterising the ego. Yeah, yeah I, like, I like it, Sally. <laughs> you have personified oh. the ego very well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, no, I was just, it's funny, I was just thinking about the way the ego talks to us. Yeah. Yeah. And and the way, like the the a way of, and I know we're going to get onto this, but mm-hmm. very quietening the mind is so powerful, isn't it? Because we are bombarded with messages from absolutely our ego and our and our mind, our uh, yeah, you know, monkey mind yes. as they call it, yeah, constantly, aren't we? Really, I mean, you, you, it's so busy up there. It is so busy and it, it's, it's exhausting. It's part of the, you know, a lot of people will talk about the inner critic, won't they? Yes, the, the, yeah. the voice of the inner critic. That is yeah. your ego. But yeah. your ego isn't malicious. It's not trying to destroy you. No. But it's it doesn't have the capacity to think outside of itself. So it's very, it's like, mm. well, I'm I'm judging that and I'm not sure about you and that doesn't feel safe. And so it's not... So, yeah, it's kind of, it. this is why it's not, if you're in your ego more than you are your soul, then um, you're, this, this evolving process is going to be difficult because you can't think past what's in front of you, yeah. essentially. But the ideal is to have them work together. And that's when the ego yeah. kind of, at some point, if you're continually making decisions from the place of your soul... Or like what you were saying, Sibby, you were trying to quieten it down to hear, which is a big part of why we've created Whispers of the Soul. Yeah. Talking to people when they have made massive changes, massive life-changing decisions Mm. because they've listened to the other voice, the voice that isn't scared or threatened about change. Yeah. Which is huge. And, you know, when you can focus in on that and hear that, and you do it repeatedly, yeah. A bit like what Sally was talking in her yeah. repetition. Then the ego, after a while, starts to lessen its grip. Yeah, and it's kind of it's almost like the soul saying, "You either get on board, or mm. you're going to have a very quiet, lonely spot in that corner of my mind." <laughs> yeah, definitely. And if you can integrate it, and this is I'm owning this is my opinion, by the way. It's not. I don't know. Maybe there are people out there that have said the same thing. But in my view, if you can integrate it, that's when you're onto a winning formula. Because mm-hmm. th- then you're not excluding or dismissing any part of yourself. Because sometimes it's the ego that's very involved in creating rejection, particularly about yourself. Mm. And we're all about the inclusivity and the, the um, what you call it, integrating. Yes. Because we are to be our whole self. So this idea of coming back home to self... Yeah. You can't be in your home. Let's use the analogy of a home. You can't be sitting in your home and say, well, that kitchen's not mine because I don't like it. It's part of your home. Yeah, so I do see what you mean. It's kind of making friends with all aspects, isn't it, in order to, yeah. for you to feel that you can do that. So you're not constantly looking to distract or avoid or defend. Yeah, and what I like what you were saying about um, fear, being fearful or because I think a lot of the um maybe the issue with being too in your ego um is that 
you create these parts of your identity through your ego like i for example you i'm not saying i am but you you might say to yourself i am i'm um really good at something you know like i'm or i'm i'm really brave i'm a really brave person and then when something happens and you're not brave or you you know you might be really good at maths Mm -hmm. but then you fail an exam so as soon as that happens that the ego then starts to do Mm -hmm. the what i i met a lady who calls it shit fm I absolutely I've quoted that so many times I don't know her name I was, so I met her in Oxfam in Ashmore by the but way any, that's our next project yeah, I love it shit, shit FM. FM but that's when the shit FM starts isn't it <laughs> I love that because you've set something up as part of your identity I am yeah. this I am good at this or mm. I'm but actually these things aren't always in your control so you can you can you can set them up as your identity but then a spanner will be thrown in the works mm. and then if your identity is built on that mm-hmm. and yourself your sense of self is built yes. on those things then as soon as something doesn't go your way you mm-hmm. can re- and i think that does that's happened to people in oh, many people where their Very whole common. identities and sense of self mm. is built into something that's actually a bit like the building the house on the sand or you know the rock whatever um it, it, it suddenly something will happen and it all crumbles and you're like oh my god who am i because yeah i was that was me yeah and i think I, we probably all do it to an extent yeah i think that's a really a valid point because you know you you hear this happening to for example um uh, athletic people mm. or like professional footballers or even people that have served time in the army when that is all about who they are and their identity and they're good at that and then they're either their career ends or they're they they Mm. get discharged or whatever depending on which which we're doing but it's then it's who well who am i without that and i I do think as well sometimes with a part of um let's say maths for example you know um i'm really good at maths i'm really good at maths and then there's something that comes up in maths and you're like oh i don't know how to do this in that moment, what the ego is doing is it's it's offering a frame of reference that it's not safe so that mm. you don't continue to put yourself in a vulnerable place, which the soul has yeah. got no problem with, but the ego does not do vulnerability. No. <laughs> At all. No, and we don't like to feel... I mean, it's a horrible feeling to feel it, vulnerable it and is. exposed, isn't it? But again, it's, it's pushing us, it's challenging us to realise that we are more than the components parts we were yeah. much more than that it's just that's just a tiny part yeah of who we are because sometimes we can be so tunnel visioned can't we yeah in our identity of who we are and like, yeah like i was saying to sibby you know a while ago now when we were talking about our own journeys i guess um and what we what we've sort of learned along the way i remember a time where I was so disassociated from myself, I definitely was not coming home to self. <laughs> yeah. That if somebody had said to me, even something simple, like what food do you like to eat or what what's your favourite colour, which sounds very, I know, basic and 3D type questions, but I couldn't even answer those, no. let alone anything else. You know, it's like I had zero idea yeah. of who I was because I'd been so busy rejecting that part all of me really from a very young age yeah yeah but also yeah and like it could happen for reasons you know that 
for, for whatever reason as a child it could happen or it can happen maybe because of a big life change can't it yeah where you kind of like lose yourself and then you kind of go actually like I have it and again it's something kind of 3d but I have it with like what I wear and like, I don't actually know what I wear anymore because I just you know you know what I mean yeah. and it's and it's it's it is a part of your identity and mm. it's not that it doesn't matter yeah it's not that it doesn't matter because it is a way of expressing yourself isn't it these Absolutely. 3d things are a way of expressing yourself so i think it is important to kind of have that knowledge but also like i know we're going to go into but also a deeper mm. a deeper sense of self so that you've got that anchor so that if these external Mm. things are ripped away which they are for many people for many different reasons it could be like career job it could be your country's at war it could be you know everything's Mm. just ripped Mm. ripped away like who actually are you like what you know and it's and it's getting down to that essence of you isn't it yeah and if we can like you say like to be able to connect with that in in a storm you know and have that as your anchor mm. then it's not that it doesn't matter what's going on but you've got an anchor yeah yeah and the, the, that ability i mean i would define feeling like feeling content or happy within yourself mm. that sense of of peace you know it's it's um something that a lot of the time in our lives we don't often find that we're achieving or if we do it's fleeting it might be yeah. we have a fleeting moment and then it's everything comes back to us oh god i've got to do this i've got to pay that i've got to be yeah. here i've got to be there I've, you know it's that uh, continuation i guess of of external factors that are constantly pulling our focus and our attention mm-hmm. to things that we are that, that we have in our lives that um takes the focus off these bigger questions these you know this who am i you know having the being and the doing isn't it again like with the human being rather than a human doing doing yeah and we become human doings yeah and and that's and what we're doing and i've fallen into this trap you know i look at what i'm doing or not doing um and see that as part you know like as Mm. part of my identity if i'm not doing it then i'm a failure if i Mm. am doing it then i'm not doing it well enough or you know or i'm not you know and or i'm not doing it quick enough or yes and and it's all about like yeah it's really it's difficult isn't it Mm. it's difficult to come back to that to have a sense of peace about yourself but you might be in that space (laughs) of the not doing because we're so brainwashed might be too strong a word but we're so it's so ingrained in us that Mm. if we're not doing then we're failing yeah but what if in that space of not doing you were being awesome at being and yet there's no recognition or or you're not saying to yourself do you know what great job for just being today yeah because there's no (laughs) tangible (laughs) can you imagine saying that it's uh, and it's funny because the situation yeah i know what you mean and there's no tangible like thing is there well you can't 
you know what I mean? And that's what we, we're fighting against, aren't we, all the time, is we've got to have something to show for our time. Mm. I've spent my time doing this, and this is the result that I've got. For example, I've written 5,000, 5, I wish, 500 <laughs> words on my book, and I can yeah. see it on the page, or, yeah. you know, or and, and I think that's where it's difficult because you've got to really try and remind yourself that that end mm. result, is not necessarily a reflection on who you are mm. it's and and yeah like if you could just <laughs> i mean Great i could job just on say, being <laughs> i've just been being actually for most of 2021 <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is you're often doing 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 aren't you in those times yeah. where you think you're not doing yeah. you actually are doing but you might not be doing the things that really light your own your yeah. real self up. and i you know i think that uh, sometimes you know I do have blocks with the whole doing part in terms of work anyway and pushing things yeah. through that I want to do or achieve and I think you know taking action is a, is necessary and, and doing things is necessary but unless you're anchored or tethered into your intention of yeah, why yeah. you're doing it yeah if you're just kind of mindlessly doing stuff because it's routine or because somebody said you should then you're not really connected you're not home you're not back in home no yourself. exactly you're, you're right. untethered aren't you because you're just yeah. doing it for the sake of doing it or doing it because somebody thinks it might be cool or doing it because somebody else is doing it and I think if you've got that sense of yourself you you will know in your life what's feeding that self what's nourishing mm. that self because I think a, a lot of us can fall into the trap of you know just doing a job or you know and this and and again there's no judgment I'm not judging anybody no. or because I you know we've all we will do it and and you know as, but I think you've got to make space in your life for nourishment of your self yeah but I suppose what people are listening might be thinking is well that's fine but how do I tune in with that self yes and I know certainly for me the that mindfulness is really mindfulness and meditation yeah has really helped, helped mm. me and I I love um I was looking up before we came on Eckhart Tolle but I love you know I've only read The Power of Now by him but <clears throat> that is such an awesome book but to just to just be in the present mm. that's when you're you are sitting with yourself then because mm -hmm. to just be and to to you know tune out the shit FM <laughs> and just be that. present in your body, in the moment, and find that stillness. Mm. That's you. Yeah. That's you. And yeah. and also, you don't need to be more than that. Yeah. Like you were saying, like, the best thing, the, the thing that we're best at and the thing that we're here to do is to be us. Absolutely. <laughs> Isn't it? <clears throat> and, it? And it is. It can be a bit of a battle to find that and to connect with who we are because it's not really a simple answer. We're so... No we're so complex and we're, we're sort of multi-layered beings with yeah. so much capacity and so much potential but you have to absolutely find a route in find a way in so that you feel like you landed in yourself mm. um and for me part of my my experience of doing that was actually in the undoing and the untangling yeah. because i had so many definitions placed on me for such a long time you're this, you're that, you're the other. That was actually the first job for me 
in trying to come home to myself or understand who I was. I had to understand who I wasn't. Yeah. Understand what I wasn't, you know, was not. And that yeah. that took a, a lot of work because, yeah. as I've shared with you before, you know, I was very much made to feel like I'm not a good person. There's stuff mm. wrong with me. So mm. the untangling of that had to happen first before I even had a shot yeah. of sitting in and and you know feeling into myself who i who i feel myself to be in that being state in that you know finding that that inner peace that coming home yeah and it yeah. and it and when you when i did experience that that's when i realized that the the going inwards the journey inwards when it's done in that way actually expands you so much more than anything that's external to you because i was then connecting with my intuition and my higher self and source energy and and you know this um web of collective energy yeah. and earth energies which i know sibby you're going to mention in a minute but it was almost like the you think you're going into a tiny dot a tiny mm. this is me but actually when you land in the right place boy does your that idea of the universe is within you yeah that was absolutely my experience yeah. But in order to get there, I had to take off many layers. Yeah. I had to de-layer. Yeah. <laughs> a bit like I was had like, I don't loads know. Loads of jumpers on. <laughs> yeah, jumpers and coats and hats and scarves. And I'm yeah. like, and every time I've like stripped something off, I'm like, okay, that's me. No, 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 something's not right. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of the unstripping. It's the... deconstructing. Yeah, you almost like got to deconstruct yourself before yeah. you can find yourself really yeah. in a way haven't you but and I think what you're saying about because uh, I know we, we, we were going to mention the universal consciousness but I think it's difficult like a lot of our ego self is is like you went through a lot when you were a child and I went through quite a big thing with rejection as a child mm. and I think those are things that are that happen because of other people's actions or whatever mm. and it's difficult then to rebuild your self isn't it your sense of self because that especially as a child because yeah. that becomes part of your does, yeah. self mm. so then I think to really do the work and which you've done to and and realize like you're saying like you're not alone yeah so you you want you know you're trying to replenish the, the bits that you've lost or so it's a bit like soul retrieval as well isn't mm. it the bits that you've the power that you've left or the yeah. bits of your soul that you've left or lost you're trying to replenish that but I think to to do that to think that you're just on your own doing that mm. you know I think is could be quite scary and feel too yeah. big too big a thing yeah but to tune in with you know, universal consciousness and yeah. remember that we're all connected to try and like, and I know with the earth, yeah, like say we were talking about before we came on, weren't we, about the earth energies and connecting with light and mm. storms and, yeah. you know, for me it's the sea. Yes, yeah. Like I am myself in the sea, you know, I, and, and I know that, I've known that, well, in water, I've known that since I was a child. Yeah. What it does to me is it switches off that ego chat. 
that's what it does for me. It switches off the ego chat. Yeah. And I'm literally, I'm centred and I'm in myself and, mm. and it's a beautiful place. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's none of that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, a big part of what we're made up of is water. Exactly. And it's, and I, I re- and so to me. it might be a sense of coming home. It is a the... sense of coming home. And I had a conversation with my beautiful friend Jo about this once. And I, and I was theorising, really, because I hadn't done any research, but I was like, you know how, like, we're made up of water? And, you know, do you think, like, the ions or whatever, you know, this is me just theorising, um, try, are trying to connect with each other mm. so that the, 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 whatever's in the water around you is trying to connect with the water inside your body. Mm. And that's why you feel so centred. Yeah. Because you're joining up, then, to the collective... Yes. Water, aren't you? Um, I'm sort of touching on this in my next novel. Well, yes. Um, No, no, no plugs intended, (laughs) but um, unshamedly plug it, plug it, plug, plug, plug. (laughs) Um, But you know what I mean? Um, Yeah. We're earthly beings, aren't we? I mean, we're all, we're beings of all sorts of dimensions, but, you know. But for now, in this incarnation, yeah, earth energies are important because we're made up of the same stuff. Exactly. And, um, you know, I, I was re- recently reminded of uh, water um, having memory. Yeah. Carry memory. And um, I was watching something the other day, actually. I can't remember the guy's name. But he was, um, he had a bit of a, I guess, a vision or something of, you know, as we're going through this very rapid yeah. ascension process. But he had this this moment where he was connecting with water and he had this sense of um through the connection of i can't remember if he said drinking or just being in the water but the memories all the stuff that we've forgotten the water hasn't and it kind of gave us back all of that wisdom and all of that knowledge Mm. that has quietly been sitting within the container of water yeah and it just gave me goosebumps because i was just thinking that's so true yeah you know and if you break down the molecular levels of water Mm. um that water and uh quartz Mm. are the only two um elements Mm. that can can hold and store information wow that's it there's nothing else on the earth that does it other than water and quartz it's amazing so that it's almost like nature's record keeping yeah yeah. Um, and if you think of the regenerative um, cycles of earth yeah to, to, to feel a part of that as well to not feel separate from that like like water water's constantly being recycled isn't it mm-hmm. there's some fact isn't there that the water that we drink now or the water you know it could have been the, probably the water that a dinosaur drank it's been through the well water yes. cycle or something i mean i do as you know have a, f- a few things to say about our current i mean water supply and what let's, they put in it let's yes that could be another topic but uh, because but we don't need no we don't need all the stuff like we don't need the stuff it. that's put in it but do you know what i mean like the cycle the cycle of it yeah it's it's recycled and and also the and the earth you know everything mm. decay you know and if you look at if you can tap into that notion of being part of this much bigger mm-hmm. process and this organic process of life yeah yeah i think 
it makes your own self seem less significant and that sounds weird but also connected but connected less, less significant but more connected yes and to me that's reassuring and especially when i had was suffering from anxiety attacks i used to look at the stars mm. and i just i found that a way of really reminding me of my insignificant there's yeah there's bigger stuff yeah no i'm with you and it really helped me Mm. that Mm. i i understand that now or i can i can i can sort of revisit that or reframe Mm. that reframing but alternative perspectives yeah and and see it yeah and see it as a learning i love that yeah yeah Yeah. i think uh, yeah i think that that you know activating the witness looking at life through a different lens as you're saying it's it's it all helps with the that's me that's not me that's me that's not me that's me that's yeah. not me because you're you're able to see the whole as opposed to being caught in a specific yeah part of just a part of you know of who you are and and getting um connecting with your which I know, you know, we're all about connecting with your soul wisdom. And I suppose that's, he's talking about wisdom, you know, when you've integrated that wisdom into your, into your soul, mm. then that, that does become part of yourself. But it's, it's, it's a part of yourself that perhaps you needed to, to integrate. It's, you know, yeah. what I mean, it's a learning that you've needed to integrate. And that becomes a nourishing yeah for yourself rather than yeah an ego type does that make sense yeah because you know i mean that saying of um that doesn't define me or that won't define me yeah that doesn't define me or define who i am it's that's a i mean we've all probably had moments where something's happened and we've kind of took it quite hard it's we've it's it's brought us to our knees yeah you know and and but I think a lot of what we experience in life is about understanding that a bit like what we were saying on one of the other podcast episodes where we have the power to choose don't we yeah if it defines us or not and I often think I often think of the analogy of how life shapes us Mm. you know and we kind of we're coming through these experiences and some of those experiences will shape us and some of them won't and but why do in terms of of becoming whole or healing do we have to reject throw out those experiences why can't they shape us but but in terms of transmutation use it for good or use it for maybe the purpose it was intended yeah that, that is landing through us our individuality or individuation as for a reason because yeah. our filter combined with the universal factors is actually the, that's where the magic is yeah but for me, this idea of coming home to self, I think a big part of that is is doing the work through awareness and self-discovery, but doing the work to get into a place of, of self-acceptance so you can land in, so you yeah. can feel at peace if you're in yourself. And even if that's just for a minute, that's better than not doing it, right? So yeah. even if you manage it for a minute or five minutes a day, but, you know, that kind of anchoring in, doing that work finding your center i often talk about um divine spark or your soul essence or your core star the, the place where and a lot of people feel it in their hearts and mm. people feel it in the in the higher tummy area but wherever you kind of land in that feels like 
this is this is connecting me to the eternal part the, yeah. the soul aspect if you like yeah um you know that's another way of working with that type of um mindset connecting in with that energy of coming back home to self and then that's where you kind of have that expansive sense and and, and the undoing yeah you know don't don't allow other people to tell you who you are or to you know frame or restrict you in any way because of what they're saying yeah it's, it's sometimes the work is the undoing so they're my three what yeah what do you what have you got Siri? no i just i just um, mindfulness was one of yours mindfulness it? because it it helps you to um just quieten the endless chatter <laughs> And mindfulness is so simple, like yeah. really it is simple. And I, I think I've mentioned this before, but you can even just sit and listen. You can close your eyes and just listen um, to the noises that you can hear mm. for two minutes. Mm. And every time you start to get distracted, just sort of um, bring your mind back to the sounds that you can hear. Yeah. And it's as simple as that. Mm. It's just a way of like trying to quieten down your monkey yeah. mind it's so powerful but also which ties in with what you were saying i i wrote down here before we started it's almost like a balance between self-discovery and letting ourselves be <laughs> so we you know yes do the work and discover and discover who you are but also just also just allow yourself to be mm-hmm. yeah do you know what i mean and it's kind of that and I suppose that kind of ties in with the we are everything and we are nothing. Yeah. Mm. We are everything. We're fascinating. We're unique. We're amazing mm. being, you know, we've got so much potential. Yeah. But also we just need simplicity and yeah. to just exist sometimes, to mm-hmm. just be. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, and I think to just find that balance is probably the elusive yes. or not, maybe not elusive, but is what we would aim for that's maybe what I agree and I think all the other thing you were saying as well was was working with earth energies wasn't it to center and ground yeah another good way yes of really kind of landing back into yeah what you would probably call home and what you'll find if you're in that state of being home the 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 real messages so not the ego ones the real wisdom has got Mm -hmm. the space to come through then hasn't it yeah and it's definitely your responsibility to create the space because the the soul voice the the intuitive voice isn't all bells and whistles it doesn't shout and get a megaphone and you know you've got to create the space to hear it yeah and trust yourself that it's coming not from your ego self but it is coming from yeah your your soul wisdom yeah yeah and i think that's a wrap I think so. <laughs> well, I feel a bit like I've come home, back home to myself, I and do. just talking about this topic. And it's interesting to reflect on our. It's a lovely and... reminder to ourselves, actually, isn't it? To to talk about all this stuff yeah. kind of reminds you how to how important it is. But yeah, it does. It does. Well, I hope you um, listening have enjoyed our podcast episode, and uh, we will be back next week with um another fabulous guest but more on that next week yeah but for now it's bye from me and bye from me (laughs) thanks for listening so if you would like to connect to us elsewhere in the multiverse well you can you can find me sally at 
thecreativeyou.co.uk or on Instagram as the.creative.u. For Sibby, her website is healingrights.com and she's also on Instagram as Sibby Rights. Lots of love. See you soon. <laughs>